Hey you guys, it's a me just hopping in right before we hop into the episode. I just wanted to announce my first ever mediumship gallery. It is a live audience reading taking place on Saturday, June 4th from 11.30 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. at the illustrious, the legendary Mystic Journey bookstore in Santa Monica. The link will be in the show notes to Eventbrite to purchase your tickets. If you haven't already, definitely subscribe to my newsletter. You can just simply go onto my website at embodyyoursoul.co, fill in your email into any contact form or the podcast up and you'll be receiving all the information prior to the event. You can also check out event details on my Instagram on the highlight called events <laughs> and my Instagram handle is at embodyyoursoul underscore. I cannot wait to see you there you guys. I am unbelievably excited and just quickly before you're like what the heck happens at a mediumship gallery it's just a group reading and it's going to be gorgeous and amazing and I cannot wait to see you guys there. This is for anyone based in Orange County, uh, Southern California, anywhere near LA. I would love to see you there. Now let's hop right into the episode. Hello, hello, you guys, and welcome to Embody Your Soul. This is your host, Alexandra Shelley, also known as BB by many, and I am a 20-something psychic medium channeler. And if you are new here, welcome, welcome. I am over the moon to have you. And if you are a regular listener, oh my goodness, hello, I love you, and thank you. So on Embody Your Soul, this is where we get real comfy and we discover how we can tap into our divine self, our truest calling, embody our soul through spiritual connection and best practices. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this topic because it's just super, super interesting. I wouldn't say it's so much like controversial, but people are always asking questions about spiritual safety, physical safety, emotional safety. So is mediumship safe? The way I've learned, absolutely. I've been trained. I have been surrounded by some of the best of the best. And I have also made sure to invest in proper, you know, ways to really keep myself sane and safe and protected, but also fabulous. And of course, like anything, um, yes, of course it can get dangerous. You can get caught up with the wrong the wrong energies, uh, the wrong crowd. Honestly, there is absolutely um, cons and a danger to mediumship and whatever you do. But this is the interesting part about um, this practice is you just you just gotta do it right there is absolutely I wish I could say there was uh, not a right or a wrong way but there certainly is a right way in terms of keeping yourself really strong and really safe and again I'm only 27 I have been training and practicing uh, and developing for about four years and I am just stepping out as a professional I am always taking classes I will always be taking classes truthfully for the rest of my life I'll always be surrounding myself with mentors and teachers 
and a big community. However, um, I just want to preface that I am still learning and mediumship again is evolving as I speak, as we live and breathe. So practices may change, they may edit, they may take out, they may add more. So I just want to preface that, but I'm really, really looking forward to this topic. So let's just get right into it. So let me start off with explaining why it can be dangerous, why people believe it's dangerous. Um, Again, if you are someone who has always been a little skeptical, someone who has heard about it or... um, Someone, again, who is so new to this concept of like, why would people think that way? So it is known through some religions that mediumship, we are not working with the light. Um, There are times where um, people do get fooled and it is, it's heartbreaking. It breaks my heart. I'm not saying They are bad people. They um, aren't deserving of that. No one is. And also, it's not like they chose, you know, um, to harm themselves. No one does. But the thing is, it's kind of just based on really what I'm really going to get into is everyone's intention. It's really the intention of being in the light, of strictly and only working in the light, for the light, with the light, embodying the light. So that's really the number one thing is whenever you are getting into any kind of spiritual practice or just really anything at all, it's just asking, what is my intention with this? And of course, when it comes to mediumship and the beautiful mediums and light workers that I know, they serve the light. And what can also happen is, of course, again, you can also like so many situations. I mean, for instance, like people in high school, like, oh, they got caught up with the wrong crowd or like they're on the wrong side of the train tracks. You know, it's like there's definitely a wrong side of the train tracks. And I guess it it hurts my heart to say that, like, again, because I'm not saying they're bad people. I'm not saying they deserve anything. But, you know, for instance, a very extreme example is you can look at there's a Netflix documentary called John of God. And this man was incredibly powerful, incredibly gifted. But unfortunately, he got very caught up and it bit him in the butt. And what happens is when you are becoming more of who you are and you enter more into the light, your dark, we all have our flaws and our setbacks, they come along with us, which then the light shines on them more. And it just means that we have so much work to do all the time. So as I'm here preaching, working with the light, I still have my human bullshit. 110%. I am working every single day with spirit, with myself, with my community, with everything and all the tools that I have in order to just be, first of all, just a loving 
person, just a good person, a good human being, and just always recognizing and being aware of my flaws. And I think the main thing is people probably think, oh, I'm going to be so healed and when I do this and whatever. Like, to be honest, like healing is lifetimes, multiple lifetimes. You know, I, for instance, I mean, I've definitely broken a few cycles in this lifetime, which I am so, so blessed to have done. And I've had the honor of, you know, having my family and my friends and, you know, my people around me. I mean, that's with like mentors, therapists, my personal medium, you know, people like that. But it also goes without saying that I will probably still have things shit to work on in my other lifetimes. And it's not that it's my intention. It's just as humans, you know, like we have this one lifetime and, you know, at least in this lifetime, I want to leave the world in a much better place. I want to leave people in a better place and I want to do everything I can to serve spirit. So with that being said, as a light worker, we still have so much work to do. The work never, ever stops. And I think that's also the problem where it can get really, really dangerous is, We are not holier than thou. We are not on a pedestal. We are not God. No one can ever be God, be source, be the creator. We are simply meant to serve. Actually, a really awesome, um, I guess, quote or what I heard from um, this podcast. I love Jay Shetty. If you guys haven't checked him out, you 100% should. His podcast is called On Purpose, and he had an episode with Scooter Braun, Uh, who's Justin Bieber's uh, manager, and he said, we are not meant to be praised, we're meant to serve. And I just, I really, really, really loved that and resonated with that because that is, that's our purpose. I'm here to serve spirit with all the goals I have and, you know, the manifestations I want. I always have to double check myself. I'm like, okay, why do I want this? Why is this a part of my goals? Um, and just really fine, um, I'm like totally mixing up, taking a fine tooth comb through my intentions, through my goals, through my whys and being like, okay, is this out of ego or is this out of serving spirit? Am I truly serving spirit? And again, that's where things can get really messy is when you forget what you are serving for you forget who you are serving and that's when things can get really dark um also which I will always always preach I know it's kind of like uh, I don't know how to put it I mean some people can kind of look at it maybe oh it's like really intense like that's too much like I don't want to spend the money but that's how I was taught literally from the gate when I trained with Melissa she's like I have to teach you like this is going to be like starting today. I am going to teach you and I'm going to teach you everything I know. And again, it was four years of self-development and healing. And when you have these spiritual gifts, I honestly, I urge you to find a medium and really vet out a medium or a spiritual teacher, whether that is into your mediumship or shamanism, Reiki, uh, tarot, any kind of energy work, light work at all. Find a mentor 
and they can teach you and they can guide you because it is so important that you do not throw yourself out into the world and expose yourself to energies, to people, to situations when you are flailed open because when you are walking with the light, unfortunately, the dark gravitates toward you because darkness isn't the opposite of light. Darkness is an absence of light and the darkness wants to leech onto you. And it sounds like sad and weird and whatever, spooky, but it's just like with anything, it's kind of like, you know, you some somehow don't really know why you are around this person that makes you feel like really uncomfortable, sick to your stomach. They are probably energetically attaching themselves to you and they probably don't even know it. And I'm not saying I don't, I don't mean to say that in like putting them down or they're lesser than it just, it just happens when people are feeling low, you kind of start to feel low because they want your light. It's just, is what it is, you know, or if anyone, holy crap, I'm totally referencing this right now. Um, if anyone has seen what we do in the shadows on Hulu, hundred percent watch it. It is so freaking funny. So it's all these vampires based in like modern day in Staten Island, but then there's the energy vampire, which literally sucks the energy out of you. And these people like just fall asleep and like literally like not die, but they like die of boredom. It's so funny, but That's what happens. And I urge you to start learning from a mentor or even just start taking courses like a beginner course um, on whoever you're drawn to on your gifts. I urge, urge, urge you because I would say that's one of the main reasons why um, I am in a place where I know I am super protected. I trust my own ethics because I was taught them. I was instructed literally since day one. Thank you so much, Melissa Wallace. And she will continue to be one of my mentors. And she also very, very intentionally directed me towards the best of the best. So Um, Dr. Stephen Farmer, she introduced us and I was an assistant. Now I can honestly consider him a mentor and definitely someone, uh, that is a part of my community when I can, when I need someone to lean on and he's the best of the best. And then Melissa guided me towards classes to take from Lisa Williams, Lisa Williams, best of the best. And then now I'm taking classes from Suzanne Giesman, best of the best. I'm learning from really legit vetted out renowned mediums and I know I'm learning from the best because their energy is good but also Melissa like vetted them like she's like no they're legit so it's really when having that community that really good community that you know in your soul while we connect and wow not only are they awesome but they have the best intentions for your soul without ego you know you are guided and you are protected. And that's also kind of going back into being around the around the wrong crowd is again, your ego can get really slippery when your dark comes with the light. Because again, we all have shit. Like for instance, my superhuman, I guess, toxic trait is I can be really reactive. Um, I'm getting a lot better, but I'm someone who definitely acts on my emotions. You can tell how I'm feeling. Literally, it's all over me. It's like, holy crap. I mean, it's like I'm, it's, yeah, it's, it's just like I'm wearing it. I wear my emotions on my sleeve and 
it's no doubt there. And sometimes I react on those emotions, unfortunately. And I'm like, you know what? Those feelings were pretty silly. They're pretty fleeting. Not all feelings are meant to be acted on. They're just meant to be felt. So like we all do, um, you know, we all have shit to work on. And sometimes people who work with the light kind of believe that they are better than that. And it just kind of expresses their humanness even more. And it just goes to show that we just always have shit to work on. It's never going to stop, you guys. I promise. I'm sure until I'm 90 years old, I will still have shit to work on. And no matter how fast or how slow or whatever pace, I mean, I don't even want to say fast or slow because... I just feel like that's not even fair to our healing journey. Like we all know that healing isn't linear, but it's just the fact of like be aware of who you are and your strengths and your weaknesses. And when you're simply aware, you are keeping your ego in check. And when you are, that is simply serving the light because the light doesn't have ego. And especially... You know, something that was so amazing to hear from Melissa. For some reason, I was really, for instance, I was actually really nervous to tell her that I was like already, you know, kind of starting out as a medium professionally. Like I was all like, I was like, wow, like that was really, really quick. Like, I mean, she worked on it for years and years and years. And like, I kind of was getting imposter syndrome, but she was like, BB, like, that's the point of you, like people like you, you are meant to surpass us. We are meant to teach you, like we are meant to teach people that will become even, even better than us. Not like better than, you know, you know what I mean? But just every single generation, this is kind of like off topic, but also on topic, every single generation that will come after me, I am also part of the generation, is we are it's like we get an upgrade. We are coming into this world really tapped in. And some of us, um, the young, you know, the young kiddos are already coming into this world remembering and remembering their soul's purpose and remembering their past lives. Like it's super, super wild. And, you know, I, I'm in the generation where Melissa's like, BB, like, for you, like you're just going to get it faster than I did. And that's okay. That's because like you're in the next generation. And so anyways, besides the point, she didn't have any ego about it because with like with God, there is no ego. There is no competition. We're all winning. I don't even want to say winning. We are all benefiting. We are all here to raise the collective. There should be no ego about who's you know, sits in meditation longer, who's better at this, who does this more. There's none of that. And when you are allowing yourself to get caught up in the betterness, the winning, the pedestal, you're losing the point, you're missing the plot, and you're really, um, you're opening yourself up to lower energies. So it's when you keep yourself in check and it's when you really are surrounded by the right, I guess I don't want to say right either, when you're surrounded by the souls that are truly serving the light, that are really living for God, living for spirit, living for brightening and enlivening the collective, you're in really, really good hands. And everything will follow suit, I promise. So again, to kind of reiterate, it's about finding your mentors, 
or a teacher, honestly, I recommend taking a class. I'm really, really happy I did because now I just feel like I actually have like the tools and they're just a little bit more honed in um, because again, I'm really ADHD. I'm really anxious, but also again, like it's just now it gives you a structure. It's like anything. It's like a kid, you know, you have to have structure. So then you're not, you know, running around, running around the neighborhood and, you know, you're going crazy. <laughs> like you have structure and you're, and it's also like a dog too. Like well-trained dogs are happier dogs. And it sounds kind of weird, but it's like the way, that's the way I think about it is like now that I'm really, really well-trained, I know how to understand my gifts. I know how to understand what's going on. I'm now able to pay attention to the cues. I kind of like know how to protect myself. And also with staying protected, it's really about not getting caught up in what you're doing right and what you're doing wrong. Even though I did kind of say like, I guess there is like a quote unquote right way to do it. I mean, the right way is just really the intention that your intentions are good. And when your intentions are good, you bring in the good, you bring in the people, you bring in the community and you just bring in what's meant for you faster, closer. I mean, not maybe not even fast. It's just it just comes to you and you're you're able to be a magnet for what's good and easily repel what's bad for you because we are always going to be a magnet for something. You know, there was it was interesting. Um if you haven't heard of them, I hold uh, so I, I sometimes hold weekly soul circles and it's just kind of free community gatherings where I do my mediumship and we go over a, a focused topic and have focused discussion. One discussion was about magnetism and um, one of my friends in the group was saying, you know, well, I just feel like I'm a magnet for everything of the good and the bad. And I'm like, well, that's a really, really good point, but it's about being able to focus on being a magnet and building yourself as a magnet for the good, for your soul, and being able to distinctly repel what's not meant for you. And then it's just easier the process gets because it's not like dumb shit, bad shit, terrible shit still going to happen in this world. We're still going to go through stuff that that just fucking sucks. But that doesn't mean that we are going to be, that we need to be overwhelmed by it. That doesn't mean that it defines who we are. It doesn't mean that that is the trajectory of our life. It means that we now have the tools, we now have the awareness to get through life in a way that we come out stronger. We are standing tall. We are standing with our soul, inner soul. We are standing and serving God and spirit. So I hope that made sense, you guys. I hope you enjoyed that. I will definitely, definitely put my resources out there and um, my people out there. Um, I think it's really, really important to find your people and um, just get really, really well trained. Because again, I think the main thing is we're not, I'm not a superhuman. I'm not doing this alone. Again, I have my mentors. I have my teachers um, that I'll be learning under. I have my friends. I have my family. I have my therapist. I, at the end of the day, we, just because, you know, people, people may think that we're superhuman. We are 
all gifted. We are all the light. We are all mediums and shamans and Reiki masters and yoga masters, whatever it is. We are all gifted. And it is a complete disservice for me to say I am better than everyone. I am better than anything and no one can touch me. I think it's just, it pains me to say that because it's so far from the truth. And it's just, it's dismissing the human experience. We are human. Our purpose on this earth is to serve God in our, as some, as I'm sure you've heard of it, in our meat suits, in these divinely created bodies that we have as human beings. And our purpose isn't better than everyone else. Our purpose isn't above others. Our purpose is being. And what is your being? What does it mean for you to be? That is your purpose. That is a part of your purpose. So I think it's really just honoring and being aware of that and your people and allowing yourself to take the time to be open-minded and to do so. So anyways, that was honestly a little bit longer than I expected, but I think it was just really, really important to kind of lay out why people think it's dangerous and to just let you know that it just doesn't have to be that way. It's all about intention. It's all about paying attention to your internal, to your godly, to your heavenly radar inside of you. And um, just really, really being strong on that and not allowing yourself to be swayed by money, by ego, by fame. It's about serving. It's about being served and not being praised. And yep, that that's really it. And now we're going to go into... What, uh, what else I do in order to just stay really grounded, really protected, and still stay fabulous. So absolutely, you guys, like number one, and something that my current teacher, Suzanne Giesman, um, has been teaching us with pretty much the entire course that I'm in right now. This is my second course with her. Um, even in the first course, she made it so, so clear with every single thing that we do when it comes down to connecting with spirit, when it comes down to prayer, meditation, any rituals, it is all about the intention. Even I was just in my last class with her and it was about rituals. And she was saying, are rituals necessary? No, they're not. But what's necessary is building the energy for the intention. That's why rituals are so important. For instance, I have a really dedicated morning routine. Why do I have it? Well, first of all, you know, I get my workout in and get my tea in so my brain wakes up. I sit with spirit slash meditate, pray. And if journaling needs to be done, I journal, I work out, I shower, I do my whole face and skin routine, and then I'm good to go for the day. So I mean, I guess you could say the intention behind that is to just kind of like look alive, but really my biggest intention was I feel so much more centered and in my body when I have done my routine. I feel such an insane difference when I do not do my routine and It's just, I mean, of course, I mean, down to, you know, if obviously if I don't shower, if I don't work out, um, you know, I do feel like a little off, but it's just 
really the intention of taking time for myself and taking care of myself and not feeling like, shoot, I had no time for me. I didn't even take the time to look in the mirror and take care of you today and, you know, work out and move your body. And it's really, it's like the umbrella intention of just taking care of me. Whether it's you just making your bed, what's your intention behind it? Or cooking a meal because you're hungry. You're feeding yourself with nourishing food. And so now I guess I, you know, kind of segued, but I really just wanted to kind of break down the intention and how intention's really in everything. So with mediumship and with, you know, spiritualistic practice, spiritualism, and the practices behind it, it's really about setting the intention of a couple things. One, you are only connecting to God, source, and God's team, your team of light, grace, love, universal source energy, divine, however you would like to coin your holy team, your divine squad. Oh my gosh, I love using the word squad because it's fun and silly and Again, spirit, I think spirit loves it too. So I'm going to call them my divine squad. That's really, really fun. Um, I am only connecting with the divine. I'm only connecting with God. And that is my pact. Um, That was made very, very clear. Again, my background may be similar to some, maybe also very different from others. But I had the beautiful, beautiful gift of meeting my personal medium, Melissa Wallace, who I've had on the podcast um, with actually my first episode. And I mention her a lot, a lot, a lot in my blogs and also in my social media posts. But when she taught me, she taught me literally how to connect to God, connect to source, connect to spirit, open and close, kind of like zip yourself up and zip yourself um, open. And so really with all of that, the intention is just I am only connecting to God, source, light. Now to also break that down is when you connect to God, it's just being in the presence of awareness. You are in the here, you are in the now, and the here and now is God. And that's the really, really the beautiful thing is, number one, you can start over at any given moment because the now is right now. It's It, it just is, it starts. You can literally start over every single second. Um, I know, it's really easy to be like, oh, I'm not doing this perfectly. Or is my intention wrong because I'm doing it wrong? No, it's simply connecting to the intention that you are already in it and in the now. That is your human brain, our monkey mind, our ego, our loving, loving, sweet, sweet inner child, whatever you want to call it that can get in the way and can also pull us away from the present moment, the here and the now. So number one intention, but like, you know, point A under the one is you are connecting to God, source, divine, working with the light. And B, point B under number one intention is... Really, for instance, it's say I'm sitting in the morning. I am like, okay, I'm going to sit with spirit. I'm going to connect with spirit. 
and I go through my whole meditation and you know with that is visualizations I've picked up that I've learned from Melissa I've also learned from Suzanne and some I've kind of made up on the fly just because I'm a really creative visual um funky monkey person so you know my intention is to breathe calm my nervous system down and get centered in the state of awareness the state of being being and loving and holy getting in that sacred space of connecting to god connecting to source so you might say well like i do i have to do all these visualizations do i have to sit there for five hours absolutely not the intention isn't telling you to do any of that what's really beautiful about you know, creating something around the intention in order to build the energy, in order to get to a space of where you're honoring the intention and the intention is honoring you is actually really, in my opinion, like really kind of creating those little rituals for yourself. What makes you feel really connected to God, connected to source and the universe? For me, one of those things is definitely sitting with spirit and meditating and just getting calm. And, you know, maybe for you that is rollerblading. Maybe for you that's gardening or in the shower or taking a bubble bath or, you know, like using tarot or reading a book. Honestly, whatever way you feel so divinely connected is your is where your intention lies. And I think have fun with this too. Um, again, whenever you are doing something and you want to set a clear intention of working with the light, you always state it and you always make it very, very clear with whatever you do. So again, that intention is set which is beautiful, and then do what you please. Again, God isn't asking you to cut your hair and change your name and start doing something that you've never done before. Um, God simply wants you to be you, to be you in your most beautiful and fullest expression. So again, for me, I love sitting in bed with my matching mango pajamas and drinking tea, and I sit with them, and I jam out, and I sit Either it's 10 minutes or it's 30 minutes or it's an hour. And um, I sit there for as long as I need and as long as they need me. And I stay open all day, especially when I'm home because I'm creative, I'm working, I'm podcasting, writing, creating, planning. And I love having spirit with me at all times so I can get any downloads if necessary. And of course, I'm open right now. And, you know, maybe I, I guess I guess I'm channeling because I'm not really I don't really have a plan right now. I'm just kind of going off the cuff. I'm really just going as I feel. And I guess kind of even inserting the intention of, you know, this is where I feel really connected to my purpose and my purpose is serving spirit and this is the here, this is the now. And that's why maybe I don't really need a super organized outline or a script for my podcast is because this is just where I am living in and I am really, really present. Ooh, I'm getting the chills. I love it. This is just incredible. So again, the intention is so, so important. I know it was a little long-winded, but I just wanted to make sure that was really, really set in stone for you. So second is 
it is so important, you guys, to take care of your body. Oh my goodness. I guess just to give more of a brief description, because again, this is really like a whole other podcast episode, is my body was not doing so hot, honestly, for so many years, and I had no idea. I think that's what's the crazy part is we kind of are functioning, but we're really on autopilot, and I guess I don't really want to say asleep, but we're just kind of enduring, and I didn't, I like, until, like, me and how I feel right now, and, um, looking back, it's pretty surprising. I'm like, how did I let myself feel this way for so long and not question a thing? And when I said yes, and I accepted living life with spirit, uh, back in 2018, um, I went through a whole, let's just say detox, um, my skin, my gut, my everything, my endocrine system. It has been a whirlwind, but I am so unbelievably grateful for it because my body is now my best friend. And really getting to that is you are a vessel of God. Your body is a divine instrument made uniquely to function in the most beautiful, profound ways so you can get up every single day, open your eyes and breathe and live and then go back to sleep, rest, recharge and do it all over again in the most beautiful way. And it's really about being so in tune with your body because your body are carries signals. Your body talks to you when you are hungry freaking eat when you are tired maybe think about it if you're tired and it's 8 p.m maybe it's an early night you know you go to bed or if you're tired and it's 12 p.m or 2 p.m you're like well shoot I mean why am I tired so often your body is trying to tell you something it's like anything you know for instance with my skin that's kind of my my reactor when I'm really really stressed or when I eat the foods that um that make me break out, I'm like, okay, what is my body trying to tell me? You know what? My body is stressing out a little bit. I'm going to do the things that I need to do to take care of it. And that's kind of like a sweet little, I like to call it a menu. It's a sweet little menu I have, you know, the supplements I take, the foods I need to eat, the water, the, you know, maybe extra time in breath work or extra time in working out to cleanse and detox. Um, When you are really taking care of your body with the way you eat, the way you breathe, the people you're around, what you consume, whether it's on TV, on social media, what you read, and um, just how the water you drink, and your home, and how you take care of your home, and what you think, how you talk to yourself, how you create every single day. When you take care of your body, you are able to honor the divine instrument that you are and you are able to stay safe from getting sick, from getting energy sick, from getting depleted. I mean, now, for instance, I feel like I'm so much more in touch with my body because, for instance, whoa, spirit stuff, the energy is really strong. My, my left arm, I felt my, my grandma gave me a squeeze. Um, that's the thing. Now that I am really connected with my body, I'm able to be like, 
ooh, you know what? That person gave me a really weird feeling because I'm paying attention to it because it is healthy. It is operating in a beautiful way where I know my mind and my gut or just my mind and every part of me feels so divinely connected that I can pay attention, you know, just even down to gut instincts or how I'm feeling, my mood, um, you know, I pick up on, I'm also Claire, like empath. So, and it's really, really, really strong. So there's times where unfortunately I unintentionally pick up emotions or energy that I know isn't mine. And I'm like, all right, okay. Um, I'm going to just sit and breathe and just do a quick little cleansing meditation. And I'm good if it's more intense than that, which hasn't happened in a long time. I'll do what I need to do. I can take a bath with Epsom salt. I can just drink tons of water um, and just sit and journal and write it out. And that's the thing though. I hope this ramble all makes sense to you. Uh, Makes sense to you. Sorry, I'm feeling like real high energy. I'm sure you feel it. But When I'm taking care of my body, I know I am honoring God. I'm honoring spirit because I am, I am able to pay attention. I am able to be aware. I'm able to be present. And again, that is literally a whole other podcast episode, but I just wanted to make that point super, super clear about taking care of your body. You can protect yourself with any sicknesses, any energy sicknesses, and down to even just paying attention to your gut instincts and your intuition. So this is also really adding in to my third point is paying attention to the cues, whether that's bodily cues, but also especially just the little knocks in your head of like, hey, pay attention to that, or hey, that was weird, or hey, I like that, You you should explore that. It's paying attention to the cues that you stay safe. There have definitely been people where I am like, ooh, I got a really weird feeling from this person. I don't know why. And, you know, I would say, like, even in the past few months, I've gotten way, way better. But I I still struggle with it because I'm, like, a really open, forgiving, non... I'm super blessed to, like... I mean, of course, like, we are humans, like... It is so it's so easy to go to judgment, but I would say like I work very very hard to be to be a non judgmental person, and um, I'm just really accepting, and I always want to see I always try to see the best in people. So there are times where I'm like, well, shoot, I mean this person you know comes from this background and this and that and that. Like I don't want to discount them, but then. I know something's wrong because I'm paying attention to the cues. Like, I remember one time I was driving and randomly I was like, this person makes me sick. Like, I can't, I don't know what it is. But then I was like, well, nothing really happened though. And I realized when I was sitting with Spirit, and so I sit with my really, really good friend. I know I've posted about her on my Instagram. Her name's Kathleen. We we practice together. Um, she was like, this person is like energetically sucking the life out of you. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, no wonder. Like, I was feeling kind of nauseous. And I was just like, I was anxious. Like, it just, I was definitely not me. So, you know, again, the intention. We set the intention. We meditated. We cut the cord. And, you know, that is now done. And I said my prayers. And, you know, I protect myself. But it's when you pay attention to the cues of when something's wrong, that's when you 
can protect yourself. You have to pay attention to the cues. And again, going back to number one, intention. Number two, taking care of your body. It is so much easier to pay attention to the cues when you are more in touch with your body, when your body is healthy and functioning and you feel so connected. So number four, woo, we love this, is setting boundaries. So I mean, just in every single way, boundaries are so, so important down to, you know what, like say I'm out with friends and it's midnight. I'm like, you know what? I am really exhausted. My my energy's shot. I'm done. And my boundary is, you know what? I'm going to go home. I don't feel like I don't really have a need. Um, but you know, maybe there is a, maybe there is a night once in a blue moon where I do feel like I am, I'm here for it. I'm down to go out a little bit later, but it's really, and even like with friends, you know, if someone does something that really just rubs me the wrong way, I have a boundary now for that. Or Again, I feel like I should explain boundaries, but not really because I know you guys are so intelligent and it's really just about being so honorable of your boundaries and your boundaries come about when you do those things prior, when you set the intention of who you are, your values, you're working for the light, you're only honoring the light, you're honoring your values, you're taking care of your body. When you take care of your body, you can pay attention to the cues. And with cues, you set boundaries. And it's beautiful. And I know it's going to be really interesting because I'm sure, I'm sure as heck, I will meet people in this industry and I'm like, you know what? Like, that's not for me. All is good. That's my boundary. Like, you know, for instance, my boundary for now, I don't know if anything's going to change. I'm not super interested in doing ayahuasca. That's my boundary. I have done drugs in the past in my crazy college days. They did not sit with me. Now it makes a lot of sense because woo, did I like freaking go nuts? And that's my boundary. I do not do a lick of drugs. I also do not smoke cigarettes um, because uh, my mom used to smoke cigarettes. I thought they were disgusting. Um, her brother smoked cigarettes and also my grandmother passed away from, I think it's CPOD. Um, she was a chain smoker from the age of like 14 to like 85. So I'm just like, you know what? I'm not, that's my boundary. But also even down to, you know what? I'm not okay when someone talks to me that way. So again, I'm kind of stating some examples of boundaries, but I'm just going to repeat it one more time because it's so important and I love these step-by-steps because they all connect to each other. You can set the boundaries when you pay attention to the cues, when you take care of your body as a whole, your mind, body, spirit. I guess I meant to say really body is in like every part of you and you set the intention. You set the intention to serve the light, serve you. So number five is It sounds kind of simple, and this can be like different for everyone, but I simply communicate with my guides. Um, For instance, you know, say I'm going in an area where I don't really feel safe. For instance, I live in Los Angeles. I have a love-dislike relationship with Los Angeles, and I'm like, you know what? Like, for instance, it sounds so, so silly, but I 
get the ickiest, ickiest energy whenever I go to the post office. I do not like the post office when I have to be there for more than 10 seconds. So I'm like, all right, guides, like, just fill me with light and surround me with light. And I ask that no negative energy penetrates. And I ask you just protect me from any icky, just any icky vibes. And I just ask you just give an extra, extra layer of light and protection around me. Simple as that. Um, it's also connecting to your guides, you know, in terms of like, okay, like that person made me feel kind of weird. Why? It's really being in like just this absolute 24-7 communication with your guides. That can also be with, again, God, source, your divine squad, your spirit squad, grace, love, your team of light. Any way you want to describe it, it is so, 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 so important to, it's also, again, sorry, literally interrupting myself, being in communication with yourself. You are also, again, if you are like, okay, God, who the heck and Bob, what? You are in communication with yourself. You are your guide. Your soul is your guide, but really your soul is source. God, your team of light, your guides are you. You are in communication as a whole. You're like, you know what? I don't really know how I feel about this. What can I do? Communication can go in so many ways for you. You can talk out loud. Personally, I live alone. So I love to talk out loud because it's fun. And as you know, I'm a very, very, very vocal person. Communication could also be in your head. It could also be asking for a sign. It could be asking for a bodily signal. Really, like for instance, for me, when something's a yes, spirit will literally, they're doing it right now, will literally nod my head. When something's a no, they will literally shake my head. And I know when spirit's with me, my right arm shakes if I'm in a social situation. And um, so it's just things like that that allow me to just be in constant communication. And I guess that's kind of like a next step for anyone who has spiritual gifts or is curious and they want to get in touch with their guides, um, you can start communicating in that way of just, hey, please protect me. Hey, how do you feel about this? What should I do? Your guides will also just signal you about really like anything ever. I mean, this is kind of on topic, I guess, of like staying protected, but your guides are your, your freaking like, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, they are your best friends. They are your guardians. They are your cheerleaders. They are your creators. They are just, like, your accountants. Like, they help you so much. Not that I'm saying they're they're crunching the numbers for you, but they guide you to your highest self and your best self. And that's why I say at the end of this, being in communication with your guides because it is allowing you to not... I think for me, at least, and like my spiritual beliefs and like whatever spiritual belief you have, like I hold space for you. I do not judge you if it's different from mine. But when I'm in communication with my guides, it's letting me know that I'm not doing this all on my own. I think in in, um, parts of my life where I get really, really flustered is when I'm like, oh my God, like I have no help. I can't do this on my own. I don't know what to do. I know that no matter what, like I am not alone. I am so, so surrounded. I am unbelievably supported. I have my freaking crew. Like they're with me 24 seven. They're my best friends. Like I love them. And that's why I'm in communication with them all the time because I trust the shit out of them. I literally, like I trust them down to go to the grocery store right now because it is not as busy. And that's what I did yesterday. And it was correct. It's just pay or just even 
go outside, go for a walk, BB. You need the fresh air. I'm like, all right. Like I'm, you know, it's, it sounds so silly, but it's like just being in communication, being in tune, it just makes all the difference. And I, again, am really, really excited about this topic. So the thing is the importance of, and I know I mentioned it earlier, but I'm going to mention it again to round this, round this baby up, is a community. You have to find your mentors, your teachers, your spiritual sisters, or just your sisters, and the people at your round table, which I have recently started calling it. The people that support your journey, the people that believe in you, and the people that understand you. So of course I have my family. Of course I have my best friends. Of course. But I also have the people that are my spiritual mentors, like Dr. Farmer, Melissa, and I have my friend Kathleen. I have my friend, um, she was also on the podcast, my friend Andrea Alejandre. And I also have my teacher, Suzanne Giesman. I mean, not that I'm able to be like, yo, Suzanne, what's up? I have a question. Like, she's so busy, but it's like I'm being guided by someone. And I'm, I have these people that are in the industry, one, and people that believe in me and that understand me and that can help me. So it's really about finding your community because again, we cannot do this alone. We are not superhumans. And especially when you find and you vet out those really amazing mentors and teachers that are purely serving the light, purely serving God, they're not in it for ego, you will be guided and you will be kept in check. You will be protected and you will learn so, so much because again, you can't do it on your own. And then again, this is especially why we have friends. We are humans because we have friends, we have acquaintances, we have our family. And even though they're not the people that are our mentors, that are our teachers, that are in the spiritual community that get it and they will still not understand, they may not agree with you, they may judge you, um, It's just about having the support because again, I will keep saying it over and over again, we are not meant to do this on our own. We are not superhuman. We are human at the end of the day. We are souls living on earth. So I urge you to find your people and especially not only your family, your friends or your chosen family, whoever that may be, but really a mentor and spiritual teachers that you look up to that can guide you and that you can be guided by. So, uh, yes, mediumship is so, so safe. It is so gorgeous. It's just really down to setting the intention and everything falls into place. I promise you it sounds really daunting and it sounds confusing maybe but it's actually so much more simple than you think and it is just the most beautiful thing in the world and it is an absolute honor to serve spirit so again thank you so so much for listening i cannot thank you enough for your ears your hearts and your soul please let me know how this resonated with you and again i just spoke 
and if this made I'm sure it made sense I'm sure I'm like wait what because I feel like I was definitely channeling for some points because I wasn't I didn't even stop as you know um, but please let me know what you thought please let me know if there's anything you connected with please let me know if I missed anything uh, please let me know if you have anything that you do that I've never heard of or something that you think I'd like I love learning I love expanding my practice because again I and we are always evolving and we should always be open to learning and please make sure to leave a review on apple podcast follow and i will see you next time i love you guys so so much